0: What up, y'all? Welcome to episode six. Wow, we're moving of the indie Analysis. I'm your co-host, Jonathan
1: Fridline, And I am Alan J. Pandian. And today, we're talking about the Memphis Grizzlies. The
0: Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Perhaps one of the bigger surprise teams of last
1: season. For sure, 100%. So, we want to go start with the primary station?
0: Yeah. So, the Memphis Grizzlies were second in the West last year. Mm. which if you would have told me at the beginning of last season that they'd be second in the West, I would, like, slap you. (laughs) I'd be like, what what are you talking about? (laughs) 56-26 record. That's a A 30-game difference. difference. There you go. Plus plus 30. Plus 30. Uh, Head coach by Taylor Jenkins. So their primary rotation is looking a little something like this. Obviously, you got John Morant. Demetrius Jamel Morant. (laughs) (laughs) Demetrius. And then you got Desmond Bain. You got Dylan Brooks. And then Triple J. J.J.J., Jaron Jackson Jr., and then Xavier Tillman, and then that's our starting lineup. And then coming off the bench, uh, you got Tyce Jones, John Cochner, Co- 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 Con- Conchar, Conchar, Conchar. <laughs> Conchar. <laughs> and then you got Zyra Williams, Brandon Clark, and Steven Adams.
1: So, yeah, looking at this rotation, I really wanted to talk about one player in specific, you might be thinking, "This is." I'm not talking about John Moran. That'll be him in a few minutes. But I'm talking not Demetrius. A, not 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 Demetrius. I'm sorry. No. I, I want to talk about um, Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain. You might know him as the the yoked shooter. Yeah, the dude with <laughs> massive arms. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Short, massive tree trunk arms, not like <laughs> Tree trunk <laughs> arms, arms. <laughs> but the, he. We saw this when Ja gave him the most improved award. Last year he was a no name, but this year averages eighteen points a game and becomes the Grizzlies' best shooter alongside Dillard Brooks. Yeah. So he's an he's a really good defender. He's a little bit he's shorter on the on the shooting guard size. He's like six three maybe, but he's still a really good defender. He's strong as we've all Notice he's a very strong physical defender and he can shoot the crap out of the ball. That's I just wanted to mention that. That's, yeah. that's a reason for w- would success. Would you
0: consider him the number two option on this team? Kind of,
1: no, I consider Jaron Jackson number really? two option. I may he's maybe a three or four depending on how Dylan D- Brooks, D- Dylan Brooks
0: Yeah, I agree, yeah. but then obviously the first option being Mr. Demetrius, Mr. Jaw. Yes, Ja w- won uh, the most improved player, mm-hmm. which there was some controversy there just because oh, he was good before this, but yeah. I think there's some merit to it just to consider how he was a borderline all-star before this. And then this year he was a literal MVP candidate for sure. He really took took that jump into superstardom kind Mm -hmm. of MVP candidacy. The only thing with John Morant that scares me just as an NBA fan, someone who appreciates greatness and same with you. uh, He did get injured a decent amount last year. Yeah. And especially like in the playoffs as well. Yeah. And, I I don't I don't want to compare this too early to one of the one of the bigger tragedies in the NBA history, which is the the rose that never blossomed, yeah, as it is. That's, the, it, that's Derek a great metaphor. Yeah, Derrick Rose and John Moran are actually compared a lot, like small, super athletic guards. Yeah, Hyper athletic um, for sure. But obviously, Derrick Rose, one, youngest MVP of all time when he won 2011, mm-hmm. and then tore his ACL, tore this, pulled that, and really has he's he's been able to have some sparks of great of you know uh, a flash of his f- of former his self. former self. Yeah. yes, yes. Um, and he's currently rocking with the uh, is he back with the Knicks? I think he's with the Knicks now. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like shout out to him for not retiring like and just kind of giving up. That dude yeah. has worked. Yeah. Right. One one thing that oh that kind of rubs me the wrong way with this Grizzlies team with Jaw, and I feel like it's appropriate to mention this during our talk with him, is he's great in everything. But then you gotta realize that this team was like twenty three and two when he was injured, something like that. <laughs> yeah. What do you make of that? Like I, I honestly don't know what to think of that. Like a team that's yeah. like kind of better without their star player.
1: Yeah, I think it's hard. It's hard to like kind of balance because you got John John Morant like the John Morant, and then you mm-hmm. got the team that's like still still really good. I think it's more of a compliment to the team that even with without Jaw, they can still win. But for long long term success, I think this is more of like a temporary like. Okay, we have we're not. It just proves that these players can be number not number one options, but viable scoring options yeah. with with Jaw. So. Maybe they fit better with better spacing and josh ja, Josh ja, Josh's not the best shooter, but he can drive and kick out maybe with better spacing at point guard with Tyus jones they they're they are more successful team, so I think Josh ja should use that as motivation to become a better shooter so their team can be at that higher level, yeah, to compete with
0: his very talented warriors team mm-hmm.
1: and for sure, yeah,
0: you know, like a budding Mavericks team, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see how the season plays out.
1: Yeah, so I, I watched a lot of Grizzlies games this season because I was like super intrigued, like John Morant, Desmond mm-hmm. Bain. This Dylan team's Brooks.
0: winning, like yeah. who are the, the Memphis yeah. Grizzlies? Exactly.
1: Winning? Yeah. So I remember watching the the old grind gri- Grizzlies with uh, Marcus, saw Zach Randolph, and this this play style. You might think it's like, oh, John Morant, high flyer, super athletic. It's not that different. So looking at their offense. Um, you'll talk about this traditional four-man, set four-man, big-man yeah. lineup that they have, but I want to talk about their offense in that. It was kind of reminding me of the Miami Heat, where there wasn't a lot of player movement, not a lot of ball movement. It's kind of like pick and roll with Ja, and he, if he gets a kick out, then – He'll have a kick-up, but he can just really attack the rim and hit Jaron Jackson on the roll mm-hmm. or on the pop. So it was kind of it was really simple like that, but it worked because you have such a talented player in John Morant yeah. and with a, a, a talented big man in Jaron Jackson Jr. But when it came down to the nitty-gritty, like uh, when it came down to late shot clock situations or at the end of games, they didn't really have an offense. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, okay, good job, get the, the ball to John. Do, do would, so. Do he, yeah, he would go back to the half-court line And he would just get a head start run right out of the basket and barrel into defenders. And that kind of talks about the durability of Ja in that he just barrels into defenders and just attacks the run with reckless abandon. So I don't know. They they might need to look to work more player movement and like how the Warriors have a lot of uh, weak side action with Steph Curry coming off screens. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm not saying Ja, Steph Curry, but maybe with uh, Desmond Bain or Dylan Brooks getting that off-ball move and that dummy action just to occupy the defense. Exactly, yeah.
0: Move off yeah. ball a little, yeah. and like you like you said earlier, this team, I traditional is the right word mm-hmm. when explaining their you know starting lineup, how the, how the way they play. They play a uh, four big four big man starting lineup, three to four. Yeah, um, and that's really not very in the in the, the new age NBA. Mm-hmm. That's not very traditional, and so. And I I had my reservations. I was like, "Well, the way the NBA is going right now, you got stretch fours, stretch fives. Like, you got to be a big man. You got to be able to shoot nowadays." Yeah. And I was like, "How's how's this team going to work in this new age NBA?" Well, obviously, they were able to succeed. Second team, second seed of the West. And what I do love about this team is, like when Jaw was injured, even when Jaw's on the floor, they have undeniable team chemistry, which I can always appreciate. Like not, there's not a lot of teams where you take out their star player and they go twenty-one and two. Yeah, you know when there's no no obvious like like star all star on the team. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see. Uh, there might they may be they may make some moves in the off season to maybe get another shooter, maybe get another guard spread the floor a little bit. Yeah, because they have subpar floor spacing, obviously with these with a four three four big men lineup. Yeah. And that that that's really the gist of how they play and how yeah, they kind of run for things. Sure.
1: Yeah, the thing about their four man, uh, their four big man lineup, where they have Jaron Jackson Jr., Xavier Tillman, Brendan Clark, and Stephen Adams. Adams, is that they led the league in rebounding by a mile. this Yes, year. they yeah, were first yeah. in league in rebounding with fifty six and a half rebounds a game, and
0: they're also first in the league in points in the paint. Yep. So, so those so those are those are some trade offs you are gonna have. Yeah, so because so, rebounding is a big part of the game. Mm-hmm. Rebounding and especially points of the paint We're really yeah. coming becoming obsolete a little bit because with the three ball becoming so popular, yeah, but it's never a bad thing to lead the league in points of the paint.
1: The thing sure. I will say with a player like John Morant who sla- slash was uh, a slasher how if you if you some if you do spread the floor for him more and give him maybe run a five out set with Jaron at the five and another shooter and mm-hmm. at the four, how will that affect the points of the paint because John Morant is still gonna get his out uh, of the basket. Will that how much the I mean Brandon Clark obviously he could play in the post. Jaron Jackson can score in the post. And but Xavier Tillman, Steven Adams, they're not much post they're not post players, but they're good rebounders and defenders. So mm-hmm. moving maybe one of those two, how can John Morant will that actually really affect their points of debate with a player like John Morant? Yeah, so for real. We'll see. Something to think about. Yeah. So moving on to their off season talk, they didn't really have any salary issues that we saw, but Maybe Steven Adams who made yeah, yeah. You
0: when you think of this team you're uh you wouldn't expect Steven Adams to be the highest paid player. Yeah, other he's, than Jaw yeah. now, but
1: Yeah. Good considering he's only making for the highest paid player of a team, he's only making $17 dollars a year, which is for other teams you're making thirty plus mil, forty yeah. mil. So it's like eh, it's not it's not terrible, but maybe you could move off then get a better player. So mm-hmm. Steven Adams would be the only complaint. And then well, what they did in free agency, they re-signed Tyus Jones and they extended John ja Morant. They gave John ja Morant the the uh, max extension for the rookie for a Very well deserved. Very well deserved, one hundred percent. And Tyus Jones, I think he's a really underrated player. And Coming we, off the bench for Ja. Yeah, for sure. We talked about in our full show, uh, in the in the NBA section, we talked about six man of the year. Tyus Jones could very well win Sixth Man of the Year because it's like mm. if he if he continues his output and proves his, his uh, efficiency, he could definitely be. Uh, six-minute-of-the-year candidate, in my opinion. Looking so. at some trades that they could do, we only found one when, obviously, yeah. it, it kind of dealt with Stephen Adams, who was making the most money on the team. Yeah. And this trade would entail them getting Gary Trent Jr. from the Raptors, a knockdown shooter. Mm-hmm. Spread a, the floor a little. Yep. A great defender. A person who, who fits their defensive style. They have a very aggressive defensive style, similar yes. to Miami. They, yeah. They're in the passing lanes. They're always looking to get in transition. They
0: actually led the league this year in steals. Yeah,
1: with almost 10 steals a game, which is like... That's pretty. That's, good. that's really good for, for a team with with always two big men on the court almost always. So that's they're really aggressive. And Gary Trent led the led his team, the Raptors, and steals this season. Mm-hmm. So them getting Gary Trent and trading the Raptors who need a, a bona fide center like Stephen Adams. Like, yeah. So the Raptors would get Stephen Adams and a couple picks maybe.
0: The only thing I could think of is they would lose some interior defense and some rebounding. But yeah. then again, they have. You know, almost an excess of those types of guys. Yeah, Clark, so I think yeah. that's a good tra- a good trade, to be honest yeah. with you.
1: Brandon Clark, also a very under player, underrated player. He's a great defender, a great rim protector, mm. good rebounder. Xavier Tillman, great rebounder. And then so J- JJJ. JJJ. They have, like you said, an excess of kind yeah. of big So men, they can so
0: afford losing. They can afford losing an, ad- an expensive
1: but also not terrible yeah. Players. So
0: mm-hmm. they can get some good trades with them for sure. For Maybe sure. toss in a few picks. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's kind of so.
1: all we have for Memphis. That's really it. They were that's very, all it is. they were a very solid team. But obviously they, they can improve. Every team can improve in some facet. I'm
0: ex- I'm excited to see what this team is gonna do this mm-hmm. year. The like,
1: one thing I will say, just to, as a last last minute thing, the one thing I really admired about them is that especially in the Warriors series, they like attack the Warriors with no fear. Like you might you might get starstruck you see players get starstruck like yeah i don't know i, I don't We're know playing
0: against the, the the golden state Warriors. you're playing against
1: steph curry clayton they're playing the Draymond Warriors. Green. The, they like tried to rip the hearts out of the warriors in every single game that they played in. and then like you could definitely you could definitely see it and i picked them to beat the warriors which is probably a bad pick on my part but i just like watching them from the season they play with no fear they play with super they're ultra aggressive and and I thought they had a good matchup against the Warriors who they they were best rebounding team, best paint scoring team. Hmm. Warriors weren't with an aggressive defense. Yeah. They weren't the Warriors weren't the best paint defending team in the NBA, but the, the Steph Curry is crazy. The Warriors are very well, well-run organization, but I'm excited to see this rivalry of the Warriors and Grizzlies. Yeah, I hope real, it, I hope it becomes a rivalry cuz they're talking trash like you saw the Clay Thompson address. Um I think it was Jaron Jackson or somebody in the uh, after the finals. So and they're beefing on Twitter and everything. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this JL rivalry. You know popcorn. Yeah, hopefully it might be a Christmas Day game. We'll we'll see, but we'll see. Yep. Yeah. So that just about does it. you are going to Shout out! The yeah, group.
0: I would love to actually um, on Instagram, the social media website or app. Oh, I think I think you'd also go on the computer. Yeah. Did you know you can go on Instagram on the computer? I did not. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's pretty cool. You should you should check <laughs> it out sometime. You know what you should do on the computer? You should look up the Pick and Roll Podcast
1: underscore, <laughs> underscore. and that is a wrap.